What is up, everybody? Welcome back to this episode of On Deck with Max. I'm your host, Maxwell Schaefer. Yes, let's get into it. So, starting with the results for the division round, we had four games, and in my opinion, they were very good games, uh, very, very close games, but let's just get started. The first game on Saturday, January 21st, was against the Jaguars and the Chiefs. So this game was very close. Uh, the Chiefs ended up winning 27-20. to 20. Now, for the Chiefs, this game should have been easy, should have been a cakewalk. Um, I mean, the Chiefs did win, but if you look at it from the perspective of your star quarterback had a huge ankle injury. Patrick Mahomes uh, had an ankle injury uh, right before halftime. Uh, it took him out for, uh, I think, one drive. He told Andy Reid, the head coach, that he needed to go back out there to help his team win. So he did that. They won 27-20. to 20. And uh, Patrick Mahomes actually put up a pretty good stat line. Uh, he, had 20, he went 22 of 30, 195 yards, two touchdowns and zero interceptions. And uh, when Patrick Mahomes got hurt with his ankle, Chad Heen, or Heaney, I, can't, I don't know how to say it, but uh, he went 5 of 7. 23 yards and one touchdown. So in that one drive that the backup came in for Patrick Mahomes, he did lead the team down there on that drive and score a touchdown. So that's pretty good news um, for rushing. Isaiah Panchico for the uh, Chiefs had uh, 12 carries, 95 yards, 7.9 in average, and zero touchdowns. The Chiefs actually scored no rushing touchdowns. It was all through the air passing. And for receiving... Uh, of course, the main receiver was Travis Kelsey. He had 14 receptions, 98 yards, 7 yards per catch, and 2 touchdowns. Moving on to the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence went 24 of 39, 217 yards, 1 touchdown, and 1 interception. And that 1 interception was a pick 6. So that's how the Chiefs got some more points. Um, but for rushing... Travis Etienne Jr. Uh, had 10 carries, 62 yards, 6.2 yards in average, and one touchdown. And for receiving, the main receiver was Zay Jones. He had five receptions, 83 yards, 16.6 average, and zero touchdowns. The receiver that had the touchdown was Christian Kirk for the Jaguars. So this game was relatively very close, but I think that if you took... Patrick Mahomes getting out, and once he hurt his ankle, he really wasn't able to run the way he usually runs when he gets pressure in the pocket. So I think that you have to take into account that this game would have been a lot worse of a score if Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have got hurt. But, I mean, in the end, the Chiefs did win, and they are going to the uh, AFC title game. So um, congratulations to them. They beat the Jaguars 27-20. to now, moving on to our night game of Saturday, January 21st. This is the divisional round still. We had the New York Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the New York Giants looked fantastic against the uh, Vikings when they played them and beat the Vikings at home. But you're playing a team that got the number one seed. I mean, it, and it showed because the Eagles beat the Giants 38-7. to This game was not close at all. Like... It was insane. Let's just, we'll go over the Giants stats first, okay? So, starting quarterback Daniel Jones for the Giants had 
went 15 of 27, 135 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. And the rushing leader was Saquon Barkley. He had nine carries, 61 yards, 6.8 average, and zero touchdowns. The one touchdown came from Matt Breida. He had one touchdown. And receiving, the main receiver was Richie James. He had seven receptions, 51 yards, 7.3 in average, and zero touchdowns. That Eagles defense locked up Daniel Jones and everyone else in that entire offense for the Giants. Now moving on to the Eagles. Their stats are insane. Jalen Hurts, the starting quarterback, that he was hurt for the past four games for the Eagles and didn't play. He came out and showed everyone that he is back and ready to rumble. That man went 16 of 24, 154 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. And the main running back was Kenneth Gainwell. He had 12 carries, 112 yards, 9.3 average, and one touchdown. And of course, the main receiver was Devontae Smith having six receptions, 61 yards, 10.2 average, and one touchdown. This game wasn't close. The Eagles destroyed the Giants, didn't make it close. Literally, the, the first points of the game for the Giants came in the third quarter, at the very end of the third quarter. So the Giants handled business very, very easily, very well, uh, and secured their spot in the NFC title game on Sunday, uh, beating the Giants 38-7. to Now moving on to our Sunday first game, January 22nd, we had the Bengals going up against the Bills. Now, I have to say this, I predicted the Bills to win this game. But the Bengals just wanted this game more than the Bills. The Bengals beat them 27-10. to Now, this is the only game of the divisional round that I did get wrong, unfortunately. So I went 3-1 and one on the weekend out of the four games, which is pretty good. But I I thought I was going to go 4-0 because I had the Bills winning. Everyone that I was looking uh, at, the videos, the stats, everything pointed, in, pointed into the direction of the Bills winning and going to play uh, the Chiefs in the AFC title game. But, man, was I wrong because um, Joe Burrow, their quarterback, went 23 of 36, 242 yards, and two touchdowns. The main rusher was Joe Mixon. He had 20 carries, 105 yards, 5.2 average, and one touchdown. And, of course, the main receiver was his LSU teammate, Jamar Chase, with five receptions, 61 yards, 12.2 yards a catch, and one touchdown. Um, nothing huge from the Bengals stat line, but man, that, they just look dominant. And, and and not to mention, this entire game between the Bengals and the Bills was played in Buffalo, and it was like a blizzard. It was snowing and snowing and snowing, but it just didn't seem to affect Joe Burrow at all. So... That's it for the Bengals stat line. Uh, let's go over to the Bills. Um, Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills, had went 25 of 42, 264 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. Um, now, the main rusher for the Bills was Josh Allen. He had eight carries, 26 yards, 3.2 average, and one touchdown. It's not... I mean, I don't typically if you see a quarterback having the most rushing yards, 
you're not really going to see that team win the game. Uh, and he was the only rusher on the team that got a touchdown. I'm looking at the stats right now, and Josh Allen was the only person on the Bills that scored a touchdown that entire game. But let's just look at the receiving. Dawson Knox was their main wide receiver. He had five receptions, 65 yards, 13 yards per catch, and zero touchdowns. Stephon Diggs for the Bills, the person we talked very highly about last episode, had four receptions, 35 yards, 8.8 yards a carry, and zero touchdowns. Now, I saw a video on, I think it was Instagram, showing Stephon Diggs very upset at Josh Allen, like asking him why he didn't get the ball. Like he was just, he just looked mad. Um, and I can't blame him. I mean, this game just, the Bills didn't show up for this game. I feel bad for all the Bills fans that were at this game, but the Bengals just rolled and uh, they actually secured their spot in the AFC title game against the Kansas City Chiefs, winning 27 to 10. Now, moving on to our final game um, of our divisional round, it was the Cowboys against the 49ers. Now, this game was very, very close. Um, the Cowboys fought to the last second. They actually had a chance to go down the field and drive and uh, tie it up, potentially, and send the game to overtime and uh, have a chance to go send them to the conference title game. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. The San Francisco 49ers defense was just really, really, really good this entire game. Uh, the 49ers ended up winning 19-12 to in a very, very close match. The 49ers will now play the Eagles in the NFC title game. Um... But first, let's get into these stats. For the uh, Cowboys, Dak Prescott went 23 of 37, 206 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Not really good uh, seeing that he, that Dak Prescott had a really, really good game against Buccaneers. I, I knew the 49ers were going to win this game. I, I just don't believe in the Cowboys at all, uh, in my opinion. But you're going to see two, touch, two interceptions from Dak Prescott. You usually see a loss. Um, because that team revolves around Dak Prescott, and once he's down and not in the game, really, a lot of players just tend to follow that trend. But moving on, let's just go to the rushing. Uh, for the rushing, Ezekiel Elliott had 10 carries, 26 yards, 2.6 yards average, and zero touchdowns. Now, that's not that good for a rushing line, especially when uh, Ezekiel Elliott was supposed to be the main guy that rushes for everyone. And also, during this game, Tony Pollard suffered an ankle injury just like Patrick Mahomes did. But Tony Pollard, unfortunately, was not able to return to this game. So that was a huge momentum swing towards the 49ers uh, when it comes to uh, who had the edge at the very end of this game. Uh, so that was very upset to see because Tony Pollard was having a very good game. Um, but for receiving, CeeDee Lamb was the main receiver had 10 receptions, 117 yards, 11.7 average per catch, and zero touchdowns. Uh, the only person that had a touchdown for the receiving was Dalton Schultz. But like I said, Tony Pollard's injury going down in the, uh, right before halftime was very like a momentum swing towards the 49ers in the very end of the game because, uh, in my opinion, the 49ers defense could not stop Tony Pollard on the ground. Uh, so that was just an unfortunate loss for the Cowboys. But moving on to the 49ers stat line, uh, Brock Purdy, the rookie quarterback, continues his undefeated streak 
Uh, he didn't do too good in this game, um, but they got they did exactly what they needed to get the win. Um, Brock Purdy went 19 of 29, 214 yards, zero touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Um, and the main rusher was Elijah Mitchell. He had 14 carries, 51 yards, 3.6 average, and zero touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey uh, at, uh, had one touchdown. And George Kittle had five receptions, 95 yards, uh, 19 average per catch, and zero touchdowns. And this game just came way down to the wire. I mean, last drive, Cowboys had a chance to send it to uh, overtime, but they unfortunately did not. The 49ers defense comes up clutch in the final seconds, securing the 49ers spot in the NFC title game with a win against the Cowboys, 19-12. Now, moving on to the NFL Conference Championship slate for Sunday, January 29th. We have the first game of the night uh, at 3 o'clock. It's between the San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this game is at Philadelphia, and the Eagles are a 2.5-point spread favorite. And the over and under is 45.5 points. Now, from watching both of these teams play in the divisional round, in my perspective of these two, this matchup, both defenses for the Eagles and 49ers are an elite group and amazing against the passing and running game. So both offenses on, on the Eagles and the 49ers need to have everything in check and everything in line when they're about to play these teams. Because they the defenses are just really, really good. Although, I think the 49ers defense is just a little bit better than the Eagles. And on the offensive side, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are very good quarterbacks. But I just feel like there's something that Brock Purdy has. And I think that his undefeated streak as a starter goes to eight games. I just like his story. He reminds me of Stetson Bennett from University of Georgia. I, I like the kid. I think he's really good, and I think he's going to do it again. And I think that he continues to be undefeated. Uh, so I think the 49ers win in a close one, 38-35, to to send the 49ers to the Super Bowl for a chance to win their first Super Bowl title since the 1994 season. And moving on to the AFC title game, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this game is at 6.30 p.m. at Kansas City. Um, the Chiefs are a one-point spread favorite. The over and under is 47.5 points. Now, the Chiefs and the Bengals both won a close one in the divisional uh, round. And these teams have played numerous amounts of times. And Joe Burrow actually is 3-0 and against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. So, I mean... Joe Burrow hasn't lost against Patrick Mahomes. And I think that the injury that Patrick Mahomes suffered against the Jaguars may limit the amount of running that he'll be able to do on Sunday. So I think that's a big factor when you have to pick who you think is going to win this game. Um, also, I think the whole Bengals squad feels very disrespected with the NFL because the NFL analysts and uh, fans projected the Bills to beat them and be in the AFC title game. Um, I mean, hey, I even thought the Bills were going to win. And man, was I wrong. So I just think that the Bengals team is just going to come in with 
a lot of fire and just really feel disrespected and play really, really good. So going on to my pick, I think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have a huge, huge game. Um, but I think this game will be close. Uh, I think the final score will be the Bengals win 24 to 21. Uh, and the Bengals go back to a consecutive Super Bowl appearance for a chance to win their first Super Bowl ever for their organizations. Now, that's all we got today for uh, On Deck with Max. Again, I'm your host, Maxwell Schaefer, and uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening, tuning in. Um, I want to thank everyone for all the support we've been getting uh, on the channel uh, since we started. I just want to thank everyone. Uh, I appreciate you all. Um, but we'll be back on the air uh, after the game on Sunday with another podcast uh, telling you about the scores, who won, the stat lines, and then uh, ultimately just getting us all set up for uh, the Super Bowl that's coming up after the Pro, uh, the Pro Bowl. So uh, I just want to thank everyone again. Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Peace.